Why do you want to know my name? I want to know who I'm looking at. My eyes don't look like that. Try to calm down, Holly Beth. October! It's officially October 1st. It's, and it no, is. It's Halloween 1st. It's Halloween 1st, yes. <laughs> thank you for correcting me. Um, it is Halloween 1st. Oh, I didn't flip my calendar yet. <gasps> oh no! I flipped the one at school. Um, it's still September. It's still no. Okay, I didn't flip my August. Can- like, so we're recording in my room today. We're not even in the normal podcasting room. Yes, because we're in Kaylee's room. It was 90 degrees today, so we needed to go into the room that the only room that had air conditioning today. Hot. It was hot one today. Today, but I had the calendar in my room. It was August until I think last week. Oh, <laughs> and that's okay. Um, it's self care to flip your calendar. Well, I'm very. I'm going to do it today. I'm very excited. It's a very satisfying. I don't know about you. Makes you but, feel like you have everything in well, order. Well, no, it just feels you know? like okay. Forget last month. Here's the new one. Uh huh. Um. Yep. So obviously, you guys are hearing this a few days later. So we're recording on a Friday. Um. Episode comes out on Monday. Um, I'm really glad that September's over. September was a really rough month for me. Um, October's been off to an interesting start. Yes. Um, I really yeah. would like to blame it, though, on retrograde. Retrograde. Uh, there was a question about what, when, when plants are in retrograde, what that means. It, it was me. It was me. <laughs> I have no idea what that means, and I'm tired of pretending that I do. And it's when it's like, rota- <laughs> when it appears to be rotating the other way. But so right now, there are six planets in retrograde. Uh, which ones? So Mercury. I don't remember all of them. I'm going to get them. Don't worry. It's not Venus. Okay. There's no Mars retrograde for, for this year. Okay. Jupiter mm-hmm. is in retrograde. So we've got Mercury and Jupiter. Saturn. Saturn's been in retrograde since May. <laughs> that makes sense. It moves very slowly, doesn't it? Um, Uranus is also in retrograde. <laughs> is it? <laughs> yeah, it is. That will never not be funny to me. Neptune. Just... And then that must be Pluto. Yep. Pluto is in retrograde? Yep, it's been in retrograde since April 27th. <laughs> Galactus is in retrograde. So literally, it's just Venus and Mars are the only two that aren't in retrograde right now. But wow. everyone only talks about Mercury being in retrograde. And so one of my other favorite podcasts is um, Two Hot Takes. Uh-huh. And um, th- she had posted about, um, it was seven planets in retrograde. And I said, ma'am, what? And so she was like, yeah. It's like the whole solar and I was like, system, I've been, I'm like, I've been blaming. Sheesh. I've been blaming everything on Mercury, and there's other planets to blame. <laughs> um, I'm Kaylee. That's Cammie. Hello. Um, and this is my donut. Yes. So I think, yeah, we're going to start with the drink today because it yeah. just fits. So I had bought... Um, it was my turn to pick up the drink this week, mm-hmm. um, and John had picked out our drink. But yes, I he had, did. But I had picked up authentic apple cider donuts to go with them. These are really good. They are from Jewel. Yum. So, Cammy, do you have our little spiel? No. Oh, okay. Well, then I will... Uh, no, I don't. I will... I'll, I'll, I can make I'll, one up. I'll... I made it. I'm very excited. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, John, John told me um, that the drink was going to be Jim Beam with regular old apple cider and a little cinnamon for the Fear Street trilogy. And he said when she slammed down the Jim Beam to have with her mac and cheese, I had no choice. Well, I will... I judged it up a little bit. So, yes. I took John's and I spun it. So, I, I picked up apple Jim Beam. So smart. And then I got spiced apple cider. Mm-hmm. So, um... I don't ask me measurements. I measured it with my heart tonight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, Cammie, do you have any... What is your pick of the week? Oh, what is my pick of the week? Um, <laughs> my pick of the week is The Sopranos. Okay? <laughs> I finally, after years of people, everyone in my life telling me to watch that show, I finally yeah. sat down and started watching it. I've started it before. Sure. I watched the first, like, three or four episodes, and I stopped. So now, I'm I'm on it. I am starting that show, and I am finishing that show. 
and it is so good. What are you watching it through? HBO Max. Okay. Yes, it is fabulous. And my dad loves that show. Okay. It's one of my father's problem. It might be my dad's favorite show of all time. Um, and we always, like, we had it on DVD, I remember, when I was younger, and I never picked it up. Okay. I just never picked it up. It's so good. If you haven't seen The Sopranos, please, for the love of God, run screaming to go watch it. Especially if you like, like, mob movies and stuff oh, like yeah. that. But you don't necessarily need to like mob movies in order to like it's the icon- show. It's iconic. Yeah. I mean, you really can't, um... My Hold pick up. of the week is alcohol. <laughs> nice. Just kidding. A little, only a little you bit. You don't have to be. <laughs> no. I, I had. I really did have a rough week. And um, be nice to people. That's going to be my big advice for today. Um, because you don't know what people are going through. And people have just been jerks this week. So, but <sighs> um, my pick of the week is I'm still just going to continue raving about American Horror Story. Do because it. Because they finally, I shouldn't say finally, but they did just switch to. Did it happen? the oh my god <laughs> hurricane <laughs> it's hot guys the a spooky AC's ghost Ooh. did you see my sorry i'll go back i'll get back to american horror story in a second okay did, did you see my my dog downstairs with um the ghost in the little i mean the ghost yes with the little oh my pumpkin. god yes so cute not not on my actual dogs um i bought <laughs> a decoration of a dog in a ghost costume it's very cute but um they just switched the season so it's double feature so it just got to the aliens <gasps> okay so did it completely switch yeah everything yeah so it was like front to back closure for the first yeah thing and now it's moved oh that's so interesting so yeah so episodes what a great one, idea episodes one through six was very like vampire based okay and then the rest of the season is um alien based <laughs> they brought back um kaya gerber who was in american horror stories they Ooh. brought her in as one of the leads for the back half of this which okay is great um, I really enjoyed it. I will also continue to say Only Murders in the Building on Hulu, which yeah. is the Steve Martin, Martin Short, and Selena Gomez show. What a fun little trio. It's, it's, I it's, love them. It, it keeps you guessing, but it's really funny because okay. got, you've got Martin Short and mm. uh, Steve Martin um, doing a podcast with Selena Gomez. <laughs> That's so cute. It's got Tina Fey. Oh, it's just, it's great. Wow. It's great. Um. So, yes. So, this week we are doing part two of the Fear Street trilogy. Um, so, just a quick recap. We mm-hmm. discussed 1994 and 1978 last week. So, if you haven't listened to that, go back. Yeah. And then this week is going to be 1666. And I'm going to tell you about the books. Hooray! Because I read them all. Fabulous. Um, so How were they? They were pretty good. But I did, I'm really glad at the beginning of the book, it uh, of each book, it shows you the timeline or like the family tree. That's smart. Because it's a lot of names. Um. So I will jump right in. Okay. Wait, before you jump in, oh, can sure. you answer me a question? Can Absolutely. you look this up? What does RL stand for? <laughs> I'm assuming that the R stands for Robert, just because he's like an old dude. But I never knew the answer to this question. Robert? Yes. Lawrence. Robert Lawrence Stein. And, oh, there's a little clip it from Scholastic. When I was a joke book writer, he says, I was known as Jovel Bob Stein. When I was writing horror, I decided to use my initials because they sounded more serious. <laughs> Do they actually... So, so people who are around him and know him call him Bob? <laughs> That is the funniest shit I've ever heard in my life. (laughs) Like, not because... I mean, obviously, like, the name Bob. That's my dad's name. It is your dad's name. (laughs) And it's, like, inherently funny, especially to, like, young children for some reason. That's always the funny name. People calling R.L. Stein Bob? Jovial. Jovial Bob. Jovial Bob? Hilarious. He's very funny. Mm -hmm. I follow him on Twitter. He is hysterical. Oh, yeah, I know. I love I do not doubt for a moment that he wrote joke books why not <laughs> oh that's funny <laughs> who asked you anyway i know i was like wait <laughs> um but so i have to laugh so from googling this mm-hmm. um so the the people also asked is always one of my favorite things on google oh yeah so it's what was rl stein's first book which is blind date okay the next question is is rl stein rich 
Yes. His net worth is $200 million. Uh, Yeah. He, he sold more copies than Stephen King. Jack Black said that in the movie, and I decided that that is, that is so correct. I'm pretty sure it is. Oh, and then when I opened that, it jumped. Oh, dang it. One of them said was, "Did Ar- does Arl sign like Stephen King? And but because I because I oh oh wait I found it it's still there okay and so to quote um, E W mm-hmm. he said I just met Stephen King for the first time at the Edgar Awards last April so that was in 2014 okay I had never met him before for 30 years I've been telling people I'm Stephen King for kids but I'd never met him and then I finally did and we had a nice talk aww ooh what is the rarest Goosebumps book. <laughs> Stay out of the basement. There are are four. Okay. What are they? Legend of the Lost Legend. Sorry. (laughs) I don't even know what that is. I guess it must Um, be rare. Werewolf Skin. Mm. I Live in Your Basement. Okay. And Blood... Nope. Monster Blood 4. Oh. There are four Monster Bloods? There are more than four Monster Bloods, potentially? Wild. Um... He's a madman. I love Harl Stein I know. so much. But apparently, well, but then it's, it is the, among the richest um, authors it shows Stephen King. Is, oh, oh some, yeah. And someone asked if Fear Street was by Stephen King and they're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Which is just funny. I, I do. I think that is a fair way to put it that Arl Stein is like the gateway drug to Stephen King. Oh, absolutely. Like, yeah. Because I remember reading Arl Stein, which is correct, but Goosebumps books. I didn't read any Fear Street stuff because I kind of moved on to Stephen King at Uh that point. Um, Obviously, I can't say that anymore because I've read three of them. But, um, yeah, I'm glad you asked. That was a great question. Thank you. All right. Oh. (laughs) All right. Excuse me, Sadie. I need to stock up on cold brew. So I'm going to do that. And I'm going to complete the order and be able to get everything delivered to me. Is is uh, Taylor home? He is home, yes. Beautiful. Oh, I had a game for you, too. We'll do it at the end. A game. Yes. I love games. It'll be fun. Okay. Um, so... Fear, Fear Street. Street. Part 1666. Yes. So, um, the logline for this is, The origins of Sarah Fear's curse are finally revealed as history comes full circle on a night that changes the lives of Shady Siders forever. Um, this one's runtime is an hour and 54 minutes. It's so long. These movies are so long. We talked about this already. Yeah, but... no, they are. They are They are long. Where did I? Why? Oh, there it is. <laughs> um, and then this one came out um, July 14th of this year. Yes. So this is the last of the trilogy. And this one, Kami, I think you said it best earlier. Mm-hmm. With how you feel about this movie yeah this one's really polarizing to me um i i know a lot of people loved this one and a lot of people really didn't like it um there are things that i really liked about this movie and things that i really did not like about this movie um i think this one was my least favorite of the three but that doesn't mean that i didn't like it and I will also, I just would like to add this as well. Um, this is the only Fear Street movie that doesn't have a synopsis on IMDb. Really? So, like, no one chose to write one for this one. That's weird. I wonder why. Which is okay. Um, you know, because it kind of, we still have, you know, Dina, who, but the interesting thing about this one is that our main characters that we've had play like double roles because Dina yes like touches the thing and then they all get sucked into when Seraphir was mm-hmm. still alive yes um and remind me if I'm wrong is this the one with the scene with the the pastor the yes pastor? Yeah, that let's talk about that first because yeah. I wanted to I wanted to talk about that. I wanted to touch on it and and uh talk about just how absolutely bonkers that scene is. The scene where um everybody finds out that the pastor, um, Hannah's father Cyrus. Uh Cyrus has um gotten all the kids into the chapel, um, and is holding them there and won't let them go. 
you know, they break down the door and the kids are oh. all sitting in the pews. All the kids are sitting in the pews, not moving, facing forward. And Cyrus is standing there and his eyes have been cut out. Um, he cut out his own eyes. Um, and, and then, oh, yeah, everybody files in and we finally see that he has done the same thing to all the kids and all the kids are dead. Well, Whew. but the tapping. Yes. The, 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 the utensil that he used to do this to their eyeballs. Yeah. He's, it's, he's just hitting it against like the podium. Yeah. And it's just so subtle. That. It's unsettling. That scene affected me more than. I think anything in a horror movie that I've seen really recently. Okay. That re- uh, that shook me. I was like, "Oh my god." Like I knew I knew after like the bread slicer scene and the first yeah, yeah, one, yeah, yeah. I knew that they were they weren't afraid to get really gory and right. they, and in the second one I was like, "Okay, they're also not afraid to kill kids." And in this <laughs> In this one, they did both. And it's just like when everybody's running in and like screaming and crying because their kids are dead. Oof. Uh, it's like so emotional and raw and just horrifying. Crazy. I mean, like, it's like. And they're like, oh, it's Sarah's fault. Fuck you. <laughs> well, and so Sarah is in this version is portrayed mm-hmm. by the same actress who plays Dina. Yes. And then. Um, Hannah is the preacher's daughter, minister's daughter, however they born it in this movie, mm-hmm. and is played by the same actress who plays Sam. Yes. And Sarah and Hannah are in a relationship as well. Yes, they are. So that there's kind of repeating the same roles. And obviously the point of this is that it's portraying the witch trials and, and you can accuse anybody and, you yeah. know. Yeah, it's, that's, that's. That's the thing. Oh, it is the pastor. Sorry. That makes me happy that the entire movie wasn't just this, just the 1666. Oh, totally. Because the the plot is so very basic. Um, We've seen how seen and heard and read how many plots about witches exactly like this. You know, the witch. Hocus Pocus, even like the the Crucible, the crucible. even the Crucible is like like pretty <laughs> the OG, to but I mean, but it's still what actually happened. But like, but I mean, but it's yeah. still it's, it's it's a play. It's not it exactly. Is, it's a play, and that's and the reason yeah. why I bring up the Crucible at all is because at retail work yesterday, mm-hmm. one of the kids was working on homework, and it was the Crucible. Oh, and nice. I was like, He's like, this is really hard. I was like, you're an AP. It's yeah. a lot harder than this. <laughs> the movie's not great. No, but which is terrible. Seeing that's based off of a, yeah, a play. But you know, they yes. did they did the Crucible at my high school whenever uh, when I was in high school, and it was so good. It was like three hours long. It was like the longest play I've ever seen. But I was gripped. I, yeah. I was just like, oh my god, it was fabulous. I loved it. Well, I mean, like, and that. But we all know. We all grew up knowing. The Salem Witch Trials oh, yeah. and what happened mm-hmm. and that those kind of times are really scary to think about. Like, yes, it's terrifying. And that's um, I've been to Salem twice. And um, every time I go, I like I'll walk through mm-hmm. like the memorial. But yeah. I never went. But I have I have decided not to go to like the museum for it. Yeah. I just feel like that's. I don't know. Part of me is just like, I feel like that's like making, cause you, I don't know. I, there's so much other things in Salem that I would like to see. And I yeah. think that that might be too heavy for me, which maybe sounds bad, but probably, I don't know. Probably bad that I said that or no, it's, I mean, <laughs> it, it's, it probably is pretty heavy. Like if, if they obviously, I'm sure that they've chosen to make it as respectful as possible, oh, sure. you know? So it's got, it's gotta be kind of hard to see. I, I've just been recommended not to go by the few people. They're like, well, don't do that one. So, like, it's not even, oh. like, full. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know if okay. it's. I don't know. But, you know, so I was just in Salem and it's kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, what's really cool about Salem is that it's gone from the witch trials where, you know, burn the witch and yada, yada, yada. To yeah. now it's, it's like, just witches everywhere and I love it. Yep. Yeah. Like I said, one of my favorite, my favorite shops is in Salem. Yeah. House witch. House witch. Mm-hmm. House witch. Yes. And it's, um, I've got my 
caricature right over there. Oh. Um, nice. Which is, it's move, 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 move along, Moldavite. <laughs> oh, nice. Right, like, and literally, it's very witchy in this room, I, I'm realizing now. Um, but on the, so it says on it that um, it was brewed by a coven of witches under a full moon in Salem, Massachusetts. Interesting. What is Clearly, it? I've been using it. So it's a tincture, so you do uh-huh. a few drops under your tongue. Oh. And the purpose you is... You put it in your mouth? In your body. You ingest it? Yes, and it's for um, heart healing, release, and transformation. So it literally huh. says, drop some magic into your day, place a few drops under your tongue in bath water, or in a drink of your choice. Interesting. And it's got, like, gelatin in it, so it's not, like, anything. Yeah. Can't imagine it's bad. And it's edible glitter. Yeah. Um, but you know i think when i think about the series though i think of that specific scene like that's what oh yeah every time i'm like uh, and it's so well done too um i can't say that for the rest of this movie just the just the 1666 scenes it's like the acting takes a hit because everybody has to do this Irish accent. First of all, <laughs> in 1666, how many people were settled in Ohio? That doesn't make sense to me, but I haven't actually looked it up. So maybe there were some people in like teeny tiny towns who had moved further west than, you know, Virginia. But take me home. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. It's this almost like irish accent that they made them do it doesn't sound believable like if you watch the witch and then you watch this they're supposed to be during the same era but the witch does the speech and the speech patterns way 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 better than this movie did obviously the witch is like more oh yeah you know a better production value than this movie but um, like, also ohio was founded as a state in 1803 okay and cleveland was a city in 1796 so 1666 seems really so 1666 was almost 150 years before then yeah um so were there itty bitty tiny little towns in ohio like Maybe people had settled there. Oh, Maybe well, no. 50 okay. people had settled there. Who was the first person to live in Ohio? In 1788, General Rufus Putnam led so the a first number. white guy to live in. Yes. Yes. Oh, in a, of course. Of course. I'm, I'm, I'm. It's oh okay. Oh my God. The first person who's not Native American to settle in Ohio. Right? Yes. Okay. And But mind you, that was not my question. I'm reading it right from the It's Google. okay. No I worries. know. I just need to, like, I, no, I am upset. Let me clarify. Yes. It's fine. But yeah, so it was, it doesn't, so the population, so it was 1788 was when it was the first. Okay. I guess if we're comparing it to the movie of when there were settlers there, it would be 1788 oh. for white settlers. Okay. So it's like a whole hundred and twenty years off. Yeah. Why did they do that? I think they just wanted 666. But why did they set it in Ohio? I, like, that Ohio. that's what I'm wondering. Like, why not set it further east so that it would be a little more believable that people would be settled there? I don't know. Hang on. It's just silly well, to me. It's... But this is a silly movie. Oh, so, yeah. So th- this movie, I think, is the weakest of the trilogy which sort of I would sucks agree. because like i was kind of hoping that it would be you know go out with a bang it would be the best one um but i don't know eh. i think because it doesn't it's not even fully in 1666 because it has to come back yeah. to 1994 so they can solve it um, but so I think that's, I think it could have been stronger had it not had to do tying up the loose ends of it. Mm-hmm. Um, the plot of the 1666 part is like essentially the plot of what happens to the witch in Paranorman. Um, oh, if you've seen Paranorman, yes! um, it's sort of like, it was all a big misunderstanding and people just hate what they don't understand mm-hmm. and someone died because of it. And now there's a curse. Yeah. Um, Kyle... Argyle? 
<laughs> our Kyle. <laughs> yes. Uh, Kyle, uh, if uh, I, I don't know how many, I don't know what the crossover, the overlap is with um, people who listen to this show and people who are Patreon patrons for Spooky Time Presents. But um, Kyle and I did a, I think a couple Spooky Time Presents Patreon episodes um, about these movies. And what was I going to say? Kyle had a really good idea for what he thought the plot was going to be of the 1666 piece of this. Um, And I can't remember what it was, but if you are a patron, you can go listen to that. Uh, they should have hired Kyle to write this movie, honestly, for that part. I mean, was, uh, also, if you want a good time, definitely just follow Kyle on Twitter. <laughs> He's hilarious. He's so funny. Kyle is underappreciated. I will just never forget that Kyle and I had matched on Tinder before we ever met. Incredible. <laughs> Beautiful. And look at where we are on. now. And <laughs> look how far we've come. True. Amazing. Um, Kyle let my dog out once. Yes, he did. But it's okay. We got her. She's she 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 she's made for the streets. <laughs> yep. She's 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 rough and tumble. Um, she's so cute. I know. I love her so much. She's my pick of the so week fluffy. is Sadie. <laughs> Sadie. Um, she was so cute last night when I got home from work. I was yeah. Like I love you. Um. So, uh, if do we kind of want to jump to the resolution? Kind of what happened? Yeah. Let's jump to the resolution so that you can talk about the book. Um. So resolution. We're back in. The 90s. Mm-hmm. 1994. We still have Demon <laughs> Sam. Demon Sam. <laughs> but because essentially all we've got left that are living are Dina, Sam, and Josh. And Josh, and then... And Britta, Perry. Z- I was going to say <laughs> Ziggy. And Ziggy, yes. And so the tree in the mall is where the body is... Nope. That's where the... Is that the where the berry? What? Is that where the body is buried or the hand was buried? What? The tree in the mall. The body. The body and then the hand was what Sam touched when they crashed the car. Yes. Sure. Works yes. For me. So they know they have to reunite mm-hmm. that. Um, I mean, it is. They were back at the mall. Uh-huh. Like, I think the mall is really like centerpiece mm-hmm. literally and figuratively in this um that's where it starts that's where it ends yeah yeah um at the mall it's the 90s i was gonna make the joke for i'm um, robin from how i met your mother oh. <laughs> she was like tiffany but in canada right yes that's so yes. funny oh my god oh we get the oh we get the best reveal uh-huh. the best reveal so we find out that um, as the, as they have figured out that it is the good family that is fucking everything up. Every they are it's the so worst. Many words. I mean, yeah. yes, no, literally, it's their fault. I was like, oh my god, where is it? Yeah, no. So the good family. So again, they're super powerful. Yeah. Um, you know, the but one like, not that powerful. Well, it's they, like they they really they really knew where to stop. They they had a very controlled power. Yes, they could. I feel like they could have gone on to do bigger and better things than sheriff of small town and mayor of small town. You but know? like, but I guess it's because it's where they like settled. So I mean, they're, it's been there in their they, family for they years. Like have so to stay there. Sure, sure. For this plot, yes. Yeah, not not in this one. Mm. <laughs> um, but so it, there's the showdown with Nick, which mm-hmm. is heartbreaking because it is really heartbreaking. Ziggy's there, and you know they figure out that that it's Nick's doing it behind all the stuff because he. Yeah has to because it's the family curse and mm-hmm. you know or it's the family thing so they can stay in power and yeah you know it was essentially sarah was burned or so sarah fear the whole curse happened is because mm-hmm. she was innocent and then she like cursed the, yes them for it so that is but it's I mean, it's it's a really i think that scene's really great when mm-hmm. nick is kind of where there is the whole showdown and it's just kind of like yeah. You know what I mean? It's good. And still not enough Billy. No, I know. I think <sighs> Billy, I, like, is, I hope, I Netflix, listen listen to me right now. You need to do spinoffs mm-hmm. of, for all of them. 
Yeah. Or even just like a mini series. Give us like 45 minute episodes or like hour long episodes, not even a full length movie, but just like background on some of these killers that we're seeing come back. You know, that would be really cool. Or or if you do a movie, do it like ABCs of death, but only six segments. Yeah. Like an anthology sort of. Yeah. Do do it as like an anthology. Because then you could do like year by year, like, you know, Mm -hmm. each time. I think that would be really cool too. Yeah. I will take my check. Kimmy and I will take that check. Yes, Glitter thank you very much. Thank you. R.L. Um, Stein. He, yeah. I don't think he had really anything to do with these no. movies besides, like, being oh. the inspiration for them. Oh, I won't tell you. I'm assuming that he was, like, a... I can assume that he was sort of a consultant, maybe. I um, so. But he's... I don't think he's a producer. Uh, he didn't write these movies. I want to watch... Goosebumps, like the one with Jack Black, the movie. I just watched that. that I love that movie so much. So I'm running over to. Okay, so Arl Stein is from Ohio. Uh huh. So that could be why they chose it in Ohio. Probably why. Um. So he is considered a writer for the Fear Street, but because it's based on, so he didn't really have anything. So pretty much a lot of his stuff is either like. The um, trailer for the books is a lot of what his IMDb is. Okay. Or, like, inspiration for... Um, he was a producer on The Haunting Hour. Yeah, that makes sense. Because um, The Haunting Hour is is updated goosebumps, basically. That was... Yeah. The um, Nightmare Room is another one. Yeah. Um, and then there's a show called Just Beyond that he's a co-executive producer on that will be coming out. Yes. That's coming out soon, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. And then he's got How acting exciting. credits um, for um, IMDb, which is the Goosebumps TV show, um, uh-huh. being Mr. Black in Goosebumps, and then the movie, and then in Haunted, in the Goosebumps 2 Haunted Halloween, he's the Science Award presenter and yes, principal. Yes, Yep. That movie could have been a lot better. I love the first Goosebumps. Mm-hmm. The second one was not good. I watched them um, back to back and I was like, oh. Yeah, the, se- the second one, I think there was some sort of weird, like, contract issue because both Goosebumps 2 and the house with the clock in its walls, was they were produced by the same company. Okay. So I think that he was, like, contractually obligated to only be working on one at a time or okay. something and that's why he's only in like the last 15 minutes of the second goosebumps okay um i hope they make another one i would love it and go a little further into like showing us the the monsters and stuff yeah because that's what i really wanted from the second one sure because the first one sort of lacked but so not cool. enough for me to not like the movie i really liked i just, I just love I really like that one I would take a bullet for him. Yep. Yeah. So 100%. last week it was last week it was Jonah Hill. <laughs> yes, and this week <laughs> it's Jack Black. <laughs> I feel like there's an archetype that's yes. <laughs> Chubby man Hollywood. Woo! Hell yeah. Um. So, what is your final kind of order? I'm sure ours are the exact same for the three movies. Um. I think I liked. 78 the best, then 94, then 1666. Yep, mine's the same. Cool. Um, Glad we're on the same page. Yes, but I think the most stand the standout scene is from 66. Oh, yeah. 66 for sure. Absolutely. Um, if that hadn't been in that one. <gasps> dog. Um, <laughs> I like how we both did like the dog thing and like, like looked. <gasps> what? Sadie's just right outside my dog? window. Dog? Um, I, I, that would have brought it down a few more points for yeah, me. Yeah, no, but I, that, that, scene was, that is whole thing was fabulous. really... So well done and terrifying. Oh, yeah. 100%. Um, so, you know, my rate is the same. So okay. I guess what I'm going to do is I'm going to go into the books. Uh-huh. Um, so I have. So I'm going to be doing spoilers for the book. So if you don't want to know, you can go ahead and skip forward 15 minutes would be my guess. About, mm-hmm. about 15 minutes. So as I was reading it, I literally have... My notes are on three different post-its from Beautiful. each book, and it's literally on the receipt I got from the library. They're all <laughs> stuck on it. Okay. So it is in... The book is in three... So I read it as, like, a group. Uh-huh. So it's, like, all three of them in it together, but... So the three books are The Betrayal, The Secret, and The Burning. Uh-huh. Um, 
So, I'm going to spoil it right now. Uh-huh. Sarah Fear is not mentioned until, like, the last 20 pages of the last book. Okay. So, it is literally building up to that. Okay. But, so, I mean, essentially, like, this curse goes back probably, like, I can't, I don't, I returned the book, so I don't have, like, the timeline in front of me. But, like, Sarah Fear isn't born until, like, 1856. Okay. In, in the, or she's, yeah, until, like, in the series. But, so, what actually happens is, um, so, good cursed the fears. Okay. So, one of the sons, um, one of the fear sons Mm -hmm. fell for a good and Mm -hmm. had every intention of oh Susanna good he had he had every intention of marrying her and his father did not like that so he accused her of being a witch both her and her mom okay and um so it's like some Romeo and Juliet so it's nonsense so it's um so Edward fear is who loves Susanna Okay. Son. Um, so then um, Benjamin and Matthew mm-hmm. are the two brothers of the Fears. So Ben is like the clergyman of the town. He is like the one who's in charge. Okay. And Matthew is like the mayor type of situation. Okay. Um, Matt Fear goes to Mr. Good, whose daughter and wife have been taken. And said, if you pay me, like, ten, or a hundred, whatever, I'll I'll convince my brother otherwise, and they'll be free. Okay. Pays him everything he's got. Next day, Susanna and her mom's getting pulled out anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, Mr. Good is freaking out. And he said, they said, like, he said he would free them, and they said, oh, the goods ran out of town in the middle of the night. Oh, <gasps> bastards. So, essentially, uh-huh. she's, like, burned okay. innocently for nothing. So, then... Um, William Good is the dad seeks revenge on the Fear family mm-hmm. so it is revealed that both families practice dark arts okay. things so um, and it's kind of like his plan is to like hurt the Fear family like he has been hurt Okay. so um, the son gets married so Edward ends up marrying somebody else they have kids whatever mm-hmm. so I mean it is it is Graphic. I mean, like, what these kills are. Like, literally, oh. it's, um... So, um... The one wife, they get back to the house and she's hung. Like, she's hanging. Oh. Like, um... Yikes. Benjamin. So, one of the... The one of... The dad. The dad of him. Okay. Um, is turned into a scarecrow. <gasps> Creepy. Um... It's, it's one of those things where it's just, it's a, like, I mean, literally it's, it's a crazy cycle, but like, um, Jeremy shows up and uh-huh. woos, um, one, one, one of the daughters mm-hmm. and surprise, Jeremy's actually William, like dark magic. Oh, they okay. also like do that. <gasps> cool. Um, one, so Edward's wife drowned her, like drowned herself. Like, I mean, it's, it's a oh. lot, um, so, I mean, like, and this is the first one. So, and then, so the, the phrase on it is Latin for power through evil. Okay. And that's, like, on the good, uh, on the fear family amulet. Okay. That is really a thread throughout the whole thing. So, the first one is really just showing the actual, that's the actual okay. root of all the evil. The e- evil, literally. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a lot of, so the whole thing is the curse can be broken once uh-huh. a fear and a good get married. Because that's what sort of the whole thing was. It's like holes, except for he just has to carry them up the mountain in that yes, way. Yes, but instead they just need to get married. And every so smart. And every book, there is a good and a fear that fall in love. And they get in the way of it because they're because of this feud. Oh. The parents. So. Um, Interesting. So Ezra, who is. Why wouldn't they want to break the curse? Because it's just so deep-rooted that they're just like, F you. F yeah. you. You know, what's your name? Who cares if we cur- we're cursed? Who, who, who well, cares? because they're still getting the power that they want. Uh-huh. They're still they're both being successful. Uh-huh. Um, so that was, that's, that's essentially the first book. Okay. So it's just, nobody wins. There's always one survivor. You think that, okay, there's only one. Uh-huh. 
The next book, um, the goods are still considered evil. Um, but so they, they've now moved from this place. Okay. So they are in Wickham. Um, and then we've, um, the plague came. So it's the fear. No. So the goods are still trying to find the fears. Okay. And they go to the town where the fears are at and everything is just, the plague took them. So everyone's like, screw the fears. They ruined us kind of a thing. Um, and then Abby fears the younger sister. Mm-hmm. And she finds a new friend. Yeah. Name's Hester. Uh-huh. Hester Good. Oh, okay. Hester Good is a ghost. Oh, no. Hester Good kills Abby. Okay. And then um, the mom ends up having delusions. So mm-hmm. Mama, Mama Fear has delusions and ends up being led to her death as well. Um, and then there's a girl named Delilah who like falls for like the son of like the fierce son and okay the her dad pretended that she was a good so you know to try to get the money and everything oh and, okay um then Ezra the dad dies so then Jonathan is the son who buries mm-hmm. him um with the amulet trying to be like we're done with this curse it's done this is evil we're done okay um so then that's why there's that 100 year delay between oh okay is um because he's like, we're done with this. We're mm-hmm. not. So that's why there's no delay. Because the amulet's buried. Uh-huh. Nobody knows. Um, Elizabeth Fear dug it up on accident when she was planting her garden. And then, um, so anytime someone from the Fear family puts it on, uh-huh. they see fire. Okay. They, like, see fire. Huh. Um, All right. Just briefly, um, there's a drifter named Franklin who shows up. And surprise, surprise, he's a good... Okay. But the Fear family doesn't know about this curse because it's been years. Years. It's been it's been a century. Um he says he was good, there was no reaction. Um he's w- trying to woo Elizabeth. Um mm-hmm. there's one time they're out on their walk and he has her ribbon in his like hand and he's kind of pushing it around her neck to choke her out and then uh-huh. um gets like d- interrupted. And then so Elizabeth is convinced that He's going to marry her, and then her sister, her older sister Kate, comes in and says, oh, Frank and I are, he just proposed, we're getting married. Uh-huh. So, Kate, so, Elizabeth kind of loses it. Okay. And, um, you think she kills her sister, because she runs after her sister with her knitting needles, and her sister was killed with a knitting needle. Okay. It's revealed. It is, indeed. Frank, he gaslights the heck out of her. Okay. Um, there's another witch, who's old Aggie, and she tells, um, Simon, who's the brother mm-hmm. about the about the about frank's plan and the curse and everything and that um the fear family will end by fire if you rearrange the name yeah fire so she gives him a poison poison dagger okay and is able to kill frank so they're like okay good all the goods are gone uh-huh he changes the name to the spearing of spelling of fear as we know as uh-huh. to be scared um and then there's no more good so um elizabeth gives simon the amulet she's mm-hmm. like yours um and then elizabeth also dies so that's like the second book is this whole okay thread so it's kind of like it's really going through the whole history of this whole back and forth back and forth of uh-huh. the good fear situation so the last one um they simon the like surviving member of this family mm-hmm. um moves to new orleans okay so how exciting yes and he tries to woo um angela pierce who um he gets he like sneaks into the party gets eventually gets caught mm-hmm um, and then Aggie, we found out, is actually a fortune teller, um, and just kind of explains what the amulet is to, um, Simon, and then there are two other suitors for Angelica, which is very funny. So, Angelica, mm-hmm. her cousin's name is Liza, and one of the and men, Peggy. <laughs> and one of the men pursuing her's name is Hamilton. <laughs> That's funny. I was like, okay, interesting. And he then, probably so, just like opened a book and was like trying to get names. Yeah, oh no, but it's just so funny. That's it's like hilarious. Angelica, Liza, and Hamilton. <laughs> and then so James and Hamilton are trying to win over um, mm-hmm. and Angelica and um, hang on, where is it? So James, they're both killed. Okay. And like James falls off of a balcony at the opera. Mm-hmm. Splat. And then Hamilton, they, like, describe it in detail. And I was like, whoa. But he, like, falls over the ledge of a pier uh-huh. and gets caught in, like, the steamboat. Oh. So I was like, yikes. Yes. Um, so then they end up having a conversation. And um, Angelica's also evil. And they were arguing, well, I did it for you. And she's like, well, I killed them for us. 
So then okay. you, then you're combining kind of these two evils together. Um, huh. And then, so they end up getting married because that's her only option. And mm-hmm. they actually, he ends up killing her dad so he can't get in the way. Oh. So just two evil, like, 20-year-olds. Okay. Um, and then they have a new maid whose name is Lucy. Mm-hmm. Can you guess the last name? Lawless. Good. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, so there's, Hannah is, um, Angelica's sister. Okay. And, um, Hannah is, like, oh, wait, no. Nope. I lied. So, their kids. That's where I screwed up. So, there's, so it's Angelica and Simon's kids. Okay. You've got Julia and Hannah. Okay. And um, Hannah is the younger, is the middle kid. And okay. um, Julia tries to kill Hannah um, because she's just more liked and she just thinks that um, if she, you know, so Julia goes to kill Hannah. Um, she, like, literally, like, puts glass in her shoe, like, trying to, like, and she, like, bleeds and she doesn't figure out what. And then uh-huh. she, like, poisoned the meat pies, but then she gave it to the dog. And so they're accusing the new maid, whose last name is Good, uh-huh. but it's actually just a sister trying to kill her own sister. Oh, um, And then so Hannah, um, so Hannah thinks that she's killed Julia by, like, choking her. Mm-hmm. Or no, Julia thinks she's, she kills Hannah by choking her. And then Hannah wakes up, so Hannah kills Julia. Oh my god. And shoves her in the coffin with the a gardener who was getting buried. Huh. Spoiler. She's not actually dead. And she was thrown into this coffin and was buried. Oh my god. So she's buried alive. So she Sorry. didn't actually kill her sister. But then her sister dies because she's in the coffin with a dead man. Um, Simon kind of finds out and sees um, the scratch marks. In, so he's hearing her call and finds scratch marks inside the coffin. That's how they know that she wasn't dead first. Yikes. Um, Simon sees that Lucy's a good and goes to kill her and blinded by pain, he ends up mistaking Hannah as Lucy and stabs his own daughter, like through the trust. Um, Sheesh. And, Lu- and Lucy had resigned early that day after being accused of everything. Okay. Um, so then our narrator for all three books has been Nora. Okay. Her last name is good. Okay. And she falls in love with Daniel, who is the grandson of Simon. Okay. And, um, this is the this is literally when Sarah gets mentioned as the, as an evil aunt who's oh. doing things, and that's Sarah it? Fear. Yep, okay. she's mentioned as the evil aunt, all off where, um. So they, the mansion ends up going up in flames, um. And so they get married. So Daniel and Nora get married. So finally, okay. a good and a fear are married. Okay. Um, they tell Simon at his seventy fifth birthday that they're married. He freaks out um the mansion burns down the fear mansion burns down up in flames wow um and then they say that the whole that evil will the legacy of evil and evil will hover over that entire village which is shadyville ah and um she was put in an insane asylum for it all because i think she thought she's crazy and she so essentially what it is is that she's writing this oh squeaky chair Mm -hmm. she wrote this entire family history okay overnight to be kind of prove her case and in the morning, she, like, gives it to the people at the insane asylum. Uh-huh. They throw it right in the fire. <gasps> That's so mean. Because they're like, if they see this, they're really going to throw you in here forever. Yeah. So, um, and then they said, oh, did you hear the good news that the fear mansion burned down? And she's like, yeah. And they said, well, did you hear what they're doing with it? And she's like, no. And they're like, oh, they're making it a street. They're calling it Fear, fear Street. Ha uh-huh. ha Yeah. So that is the... Okay. Absolutely nothing to do with. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, except for, sh- show me where that, It like, literally is the names. They took the names. The names, and then Seraphir is mentioned. Yeah. But even that, like I said, her character isn't even, is mm-hmm. born in 18-something. Yeah. So, I so guess, yeah, I guess the, the takeaway from this was that these movies, these three movies were, were like, purely an homage to yes. the R.L. Stein Fear Street. Yes. Books. And that's it. I mean... Unless all of these things take place on Fear Street, where this mansion, yeah, went down and, or in the everybody in these cases are, is somewhere on this Fear Street situation, you know, that's yeah. really you know, but, yes, so that is I read, over like five hundred pages, 
and it was really just a huge family history and right. lots of death and betrayal and it's would always you recommend like, them though yeah okay yeah i would not recommend reading them back to back to back like that like okay i mean i i read it in like three days so oh take your time with it Mm-hmm. Um, each of those books have the family tree and they add to it each book. So mm-hmm. you can look and see where things happen. Yeah. Cause it gets a little tricky. Um, especially cause a lot of kids die. Okay. Siblings die kind of, you know, oh. but it was, it was good. It's an, it's an Arl Stein book. It's, but it's not, yeah. it's not quite a, as goosebumps. It's definitely that step up. Okay. Um, but I, I, so, I mean, cool. I didn't put that as my pick of the week cause it was, I knew I was going to talk about it. So I didn't really <laughs> that makes sense. Fear so, Street. All right. So on that note, Cami, where can our listeners find you? You can find me. Oh, wait. We need to rate these, don't oh, we? Oh, well, we ranked them. I thought that was kind of where we were <gasps> Oh, yeah. I guess. Uh-huh. All right. Anyways. It's a little <laughs> bit different this time. I'm sorry. <laughs> you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Magic Ghost Baby. You can also find us on Instagram at glitterandgore.podcast. Kaylee, where can we find you? You can find me across all social media at yourgirlkjen or... Um, at the outdoor theater tomorrow, which will be two days too late for you guys. Nice. That's exciting. Um, they're playing the new It movies back to back, so I might treat myself. Nice. Um, we've got Instagram, we've got Patreon, we've got all that just plugged in the show notes. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, next week we are back to a single movie, and this we are sticking to. Don't worry, there won't be any surprises. Mm-hmm. Um, my hint is that there was a remake that was more recent. Yep. But we're doing the OG, and um, if you are looking for something for the month of October, I highly recommend going to um, Googling Horror Hound, and they do a movie challenge for the month of October, and it's you can pick your own movie, but it's got different themes and stuff. Oh, cool. So, like, tomorrow, so Saturdays for, so October 2nd is uh-huh. um, Pick a Scary Movie that starts with the letter M. Uh-huh. Um, there's one that one that has to do around food there's one that has to do with cannibals like you can kind oh, of pick okay so um so today's is watch a movie with a pumpkin witch or skeleton on the cover all right or just watch halloween three done <laughs> <laughs> gotta do all um so this comes out on the fourth so funny enough that for the fourth it is always they always come back watch a horror remake all right for the day this episode comes out so sweet So, yeah, so on that note, we will see you guys next week. I know this one's a little bit shorter than the last few have been this season, but that is all right. Yes, it is. We'll catch you on the flip side. Goodbye. Bye.